Welcome back to the Dwell Podcast. Abby and Ashley here, and we are so excited to be back with you all and to jump back into our study on the book of Acts. Um, We have just so loved this study, and we're thankful that you are joining along with us. Um, Last week, we read Acts, the rest of Acts chapter 3, and talked about lots of amazing things that God's Word just leads us into. One of our favorite things that we are learning about right now is just the beauty that repentance brings. Um, In Acts 3.19, it says, Repent therefore and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, and that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that He may send the Christ, the appointed, appointed for you, Jesus. Um, And that's really our heart, y'all, is, you know, in the current state of our world, I think Ashley and I personally just realized the repentant work that needs to take place in our own heart Mm. um, in various different ways as white women and, um, and just as sinners. You know, it's like there's so much wrapped up into sin, and I think sometimes we, we kind of categorize our sin, but all of it requires repentance and all of it needs forgiveness. And Jesus brings that refreshment to those places. Um, And so that's something that's really just on our hearts and that we're working through. And that's just the posture that we're going to have as we continue to go through this study and just dwell with you guys. We're just going to have a repentant posture because we are expecting that when we, you know, allow the conviction of the Holy Spirit to lead us to repentance, there will be refreshment from Jesus mm. and there will be good restorative change. So okay. with all that being said, Ashley, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So now we're going to read Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 22. While they were speaking to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple police, and the Sadducees confronted them. Because they were annoyed that they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. So they seized them and took them into custody into the next day since it was already evening. But many of those who heard the message believed, and the number of the men came to about 5,000. The next day, their rulers, elders, and scribes assembled in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and all the members of the high priestly family. After they had Peter and John stand before them, they began to question them. By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit and said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today about a good deed done to a disabled man, by what means he was healed, let it be known to all of you and to all of the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, and whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing here before you healthy. This Jesus is the stone rejected by you builders, which has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to people by which we must be saved. When they observed the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. And since they saw the man who had been healed standing with them, they had nothing to say in opposition. After they ordered them to leave the Sanhedrin, they conferred among themselves, saying, What should we do with these men? For an obvious sign has been done through them, clear to everyone living in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that this does not spread any further among the people, let's threaten them against speaking to anyone in this name again. So they called for them and ordered them not to speak or to teach at all in the name of Jesus. Peter and John answered them, Whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than to God, you decide. Hmm. For we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. 
After threatening them further, they released them. They found no way to punish them because the people were all giving glory to God over what had been done. For this sign of healing had been performed on a man over 40 years old. Now we are going to read back through this passage, um, and this is our wait and read, and then we will let you all know the verses that we are going to be writing and focusing on this week. So join us as we wait and read again. And I'm also reading in the ESV version, just so you know. So my translation is just a tad bit different, which we like doing this. Um, as they were speaking to the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Um, I want to pause right here. It really stuck out to me that the the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. Why? Because they were annoyed. I know. I was looking at that too. And I was thinking, man, if I could be arrested every time somebody got annoyed with me. Yeah. But I think it's important to see why they were annoyed. That they were teaching people and proclaiming mm-hmm. it in Jesus, the resurrection of the dead. Yeah. And we've had this conversation before about feeling like too like we're too much sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like think we annoy I, people with yes. our. <laughs> I see that. I see this in two ways. Like, in one side of the coin, I do relate to it. Like you're saying, of even amongst Christian settings that I have been in, mm-hmm. um, if I am sitting around and like actually talking about how I feel like the Holy Spirit revealed the gospel to me today mm-hmm. in my real life circumstance. I feel like I've gotten like blank stares. Oh, and that's Abby. And, yeah, again. oh, that's Abby just talking about the Bible again. And it's like, and these are in Christian circles. Like, right. I would understand it more if it was like people who didn't know the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, I can just understand your perspective a little bit better. But it's like, as believers, I'm like, y'all, like, we cannot grow lukewarm mm. to the resurrection. The death and resurrection of Jesus. Well, I I literally have started this post like 17 times and I keep deleting it. But this is what I've noticed with my like my Facebook page. Mm. If I post um, a funny meme mm-hmm. that's like really funny, mm-hmm. um, I'll get like 50 likes. Yeah. If I post a picture of the boys mm-hmm. and it's something cute, mm-hmm. especially like if I tag my dad, oh my gosh, because he is... So much cooler than I am. Um, I'll get like a hundred likes. Yeah. Um, and then I've noticed that keeps going down. Uh, the deeper I get, mm-hmm. the less likes I get. Mm-hmm. So when I post something that's really like, when I go too deep, mm-hmm. when I'm, you yeah. know, exposing like that part of my heart, the likes get less and less and less. Yeah. And it's about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And part of that's to be expected, like, as believers in in a world that, you know, we, we read from Scripture that as time continues to go on, the more the world will begin to hate the message of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And ergo, hate believers. That's something that we can expect, but it still hurts. It's still hard. Like it doesn't, even though we have that knowledge and Jesus says, I'm with you in that they, Mm -hmm. they're not hating you. They're not, they're hating, they're hating him, but it still hurts. Right. And I think giving yourself and myself space to be like, God, this is hard. This is frustrating. Well, and it's hard because you feel, you almost start to feel like, why, like, why do I, keep putting it out there but it's because what we're called to do right well even if it's just three people that like it and that's I think the hard part is it's like if God can use it for those three people compared to the 50 and it's funny because a lot of a lot more than three people saw it right but it's just the three people that were like 
I'm here with you in I'm that. Gonna, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. God used those words. And Jesus goes after the one. He, right. You know, he... He leaves the 99 to <laughs> This get is feeling, one. I'm starting to realize like my, um, what is it? First world probs, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. I think if like Peter was here right now, he'd thump me on the head. Like, woman. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> Calm down. Like, oh, I just talked to my grandma about this actually. Like, um, those moments in life where it's like, if you've seen the Incredibles, Edna Mode, where she like slaps Mr. Yes. Incredible and she's like, pull yourself together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So all that to say, like, I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm, I understand it from the side of people get annoyed when I talk about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly, as a believer, something I'm just going to have to continue to ask the spirit to inform and just give me the strength to keep being to obedient. Keep, yes, that's it. To you keep know? being obedient to what we're called to do right and then on the other side I have to ask myself though because what you get annoyed I think because you get uncomfortable Ooh. right I feel like Ooh. that's why most people if I had to guess they get annoyed it's, it's because up, it's, it's out of out of yeah. being uncomfortable and so I know sometimes I get annoyed with maybe something that the pastor says like it's or more, something yeah. that I read in a in a book, but it's because I'm uncomfortable and I'm trying to put up a wall of defense ooh, rather ooh, than ooh. let the spirit work in what me. What did I just say too that um your brain resp- and I learned this in my in the Be the Bridge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. group, you know, yep. I'm doing those units right now. Yeah. And it, it was a study on the brain and your brain literally responds to intellectual threats. Mm. The same, the same way it does as a physical threat. Right. So when you read something or hear something from your pastor that convicts you yeah. and that irritates you because of discomfort, it's like your brain is responding the same way as like if some guy came at you with a knife. Like yeah. you're, you're literally are up. yeah. You're guarded. Ooh. So I think it's just important too. Like this happens to me, but I know I'm also guilty. Guilty of it. Of it. Uh, amen. You know. Yes. So it just yeah. really stood out to me. Sorry, I know that was a lot on that one verse, but no. But I do think that that's there's a lot to that. Yeah. Well, because it, especially looking in those contexts, I mean, the reason why they were annoyed was because they were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. One that okay what's actually happening these people are healing and in the name of jesus and did he really raise from the dead that's not what we i mean it's what they believe but they didn't choose to believe it the truth when it was before them but also their power gets stripped Mm. when jesus becomes greater the power of man is diminished and so anyway i do think that that's um when you said remember it's that they first hated me mm-hmm. and that's what it is it's, it is it's not about us right it's about the fact that yeah it's all about jesus it is it's his show it not is ours. yeah um so good i guess we'll continue in verse three, <laughs> three i got a long that way to go <laughs> um and okay, so and they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day. So just context. Remember that they just healed the lame man um, in the name of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit, actually, I guess I should say the Holy Spirit through them healed, right? That's what they're annoyed about, right? Or that's what they're being put in custody about that, and that they proclaim that it was through Jesus. Anyway, is this the first healing that we're seeing? After, After Jesus ascends. So, like, is this one of the first ones that we're hearing about? After Jesus After. is no longer like now, it's just like think about it. Think about it like that. Like, like they know, the thought whole, it was during, done during his ministry. You know, he he was there, but they're like, man, he's dead. It's over with. But <laughs> just kidding. They can actually heal people in his name. That's how powerful he is. He defeated death. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm reading a note, so kind of backtracking for context. In verse 316, it says, To this we are witnesses, and his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given this man the perfect health in the presence in the presence of you all. And a note my Bible has on 
in his name is the full biblical sense of name means everything that is true about the person and therefore in a sense the person by himself by faith in his name refers to peter's faith rather than to any faith on the part of the lame man jesus healed the man and faith or trust in jesus also healed the man and because jesus worked through peter's faith and that would have really tested the um the Sadducees, right, and the the people because they they believe the law, right, is what saves. And um, so now, well, I'm even so. Um, and so, like now, to to be met with faith itself, and the Sadducees are a specific group that they accepted only the Pentateuch of Scripture. Yep. And they also denied the resurrection, and represented yes. they represented the privileged aristocrats aristocracy who worked closely with the Romans to protect their own political and economic interests. Mm. So they really would have had a problem with like being being face to face with the fact that literally just yeah. faith in Jesus in the name of Jesus. Yeah, in Jesus enough. in his name. Yeah. Yep. Man. All right. Diving back in. This is good. <laughs> so they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed. Mm. And the number of men came to about 5,000. Right on. I just am so... I And my Bible gives another note. Um... And now the men alone were about 5,000, suggesting that the total number of Christians would have been well in excess of 10,000. The incredible growth of the church occurred in response to two activities empowered by the Spirit, the powerful preaching of the gospel message about mm. Jesus and the many wonders and signs. And I love that they put it in that order. It's like the message of Jesus is what truly saves in any outward action like is a seal it just affirms what was right and we spoken. just talked about that with jennifer and yes. our real talk about mm -hmm. the gospel plus nothing else yeah equals salvation yeah it's so good oh, i love it um okay moving on to verse five on the next day their rulers and elders and scribes gathered together in jerusalem with Ananias the high priest and caiaphas and john and alexander all who were on the high Oh, excuse me, all who were of the high priestly family. And when they had set them in their midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the peoples and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done <laughs> to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. Okay, I love that. They're like, okay, so first of all, you're really questioning like a good deed that was done. Well, it was done because of Jesus. Well, and I just, <laughs> something that just stood out to me too is so Luke is very clear that Peter, um, he does not respond. Like, his response is because he is filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. So his words are basically the Spirit's words being spoken through, through him. him. And so, I mean, it's basically like God is saying, like, are you seriously questioning the fact that this man was healed? Like, if you have a problem with that, <laughs> you know, like, it, I don't know. It's, I just feel, I, the grace of God, honestly, is, is mind-boggling. Because if the, if I was God and someone was bringing me, someone to court for this, I would be like, you're done. I don't have time for you anymore. But God uh, is so patient with us. Yep. Like, he's so patient the fact that he basically has to use peter as a mouthpiece and be like seriously <laughs> i just healed somebody that was lame for 40 years and you're complaining about that right really right gosh, gosh. 
He is so good. <laughs> um, going on through verse 11, this Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. Hmm. And there is salvation in no one else. I love that. And there is no salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. That's the gospel. Hmm. There is no other name. There's no one else who could have done the job. We are left at the mercy of God and only God. And is it, I'm trying to find what is that? It's Psalms 118.22. Is that the stone was rejected by you builders? I'm going there right now. Oh, Go wow. there. I'm Do getting it. it. I'll just sing us a little tune. Thanks. That's, um, oh, I found it. Okay, never mind. I saved you all. Thank You're welcome. Hey. <laughs> okay, so Psalm 119.22. I'm going to back up. We'll see what the Bible, we'll see what this is. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I said I found it, but man, there's a lot. I could this. sing. Oh, Lord. I thought it would talk about it. Okay, so it is in Psalms, oh. <laughs> 118, I'm going to back up in 19. Open the gates of righteousness for me. I will enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the Lord's gate. The righteous will enter through it. I will give thanks to you because you've answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the the cornerstone. This came from the Lord. It is wondrous in our sight. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, like, this is just another time of seeing um, prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. Of the fact that even then, like, and he fulfilled that. And what's the thing about the cornerstone? That's, like, one of the most important pieces, it's, right? If you remove it, everything. The whole house crumbles. Right. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, the stone that was actually rejected mm-hmm. is like, the one that is yeah, like, what, our, without, what we stand on. Yeah. Well, and I think I was telling Ashley, my pastor today, kind of the theme of our passage was there's no such thing as karma, but there is such thing as a sovereign God. Mm. And so you going back and reading that psalm, which was prophecy, however many hundreds of years ago from this moment we're reading about in Acts, God knew that the cornerstone would be rejected. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like Jesus, he had full knowledge that the cornerstone would be rejected, that Jesus would go to the cross undeservedly, die for our sins and atone for them, and then raise again, right? Right. And it's like he still did that, even though we don't deserve it. People wrongly crucified him, and even knowing that this moment would happen that people still would struggle with believing that. And it's just, Mm -hmm. God is so sovereign in his choices. And it's just really good. (laughs) Okay, carry on. So I was going to look. What was that? Was that a bug? We're being attacked by bugs. Oh, gosh. Okay, moving on to verse 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that that they were uneducated, common men. They were astonished. I love this. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Y'all, being with Jesus, encountering Jesus should change us. Yes. Yes. I'm going to read my note, my Bible's note on this. This is, I love these couple of verses so much. Um, Sorry, I'm just changing thought. Okay. Um, boldness in Greek is, I'm going to butcher this, but, um, parousia, um, or parousia, I don't know. Um, and is an, it's an important word in Acts, which depicts spirit inspired courage and confidence to speak in spite of any danger or threat. 
Mm. Um, uneducated and common or non-professional men like Peter and John were not expected to speak so confidently before the Supreme Court of the land. The two words do not mean that they were illiterate or unintelligent, but rather that they had not gone through an advanced training in the rabbinic schools. They had been with Jesus. It is impossible to imagine how much the disciples would have learned from spending three years in close association with the Son of God living on earth, listening to him teach, hearing him pray, and watching him interact with the most difficult challenges. They knew Jesus, and in knowing him, they knew much more than all the learned scribes of the Sanhedrin. There's the book. I'm going to squash it. Don't do it. Let him live. No! Good okay, Lord. fine, I'm leaving it. I love that because it kind of goes back to... It's truly a relationship with Jesus that changes us. You know, we can know all the facts. Mm -hmm. We can go to church every Sunday and hear all the Bible stories, but we're not truly changed. Mm -mm. And walking and, with Yeah. Walking with him. Walking with him. And I love that it describes that they basically just follow Jesus. I mean, that's what they did. They followed him and they learned. They were just with him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like I'm guilty of this. Like I approach scripture and I'm, I'm reading and I'm learning facts and I'm like making it kind of like a checklist, you know. Huh. Oh, nice. Speaking my language. And I'm like, okay, but I just need to be with you. Mm -hmm. You know, I just need to sit here. And even if I just meditate, like Jennifer said last week, on one verse, I'm with, I have the privilege to be with God. Mm. Like I have been given an, the honor and the blessing and the privilege to have the Holy Spirit dwell in me. This faulty human, but he comes to be with me and so then I can be with him. Mm. And that's just so beautiful. It's good stuff. Um, 14. Thank you. But seeing the man who is healed standing beside them, that's an important thing standing. to know. Standing. He's standing, The lame man was present through this whole shebang. <laughs> Just standing there. Seriously, that goes back to like, the lame man was literally standing there. <laughs> and they have a problem. Golly. Can you imagine? He's probably like, um, okay. Although sometimes I feel I am like these people. Like God does a thing in my life. Like I'll be praying for something, right? <laughs> oh, case in point, two podcasts ago, <laughs> I said on tape, <laughs> so old on tape, whatever. I said, I just don't want comfortable Christianity. Whoops. God answered that in hard ways and in mm -hmm. miraculous ways. I, I'm going to leave out the details because I'm currently walking through him changing my life. Um, but up, yeah, like, like totally up, uprooting, uprooting it, uprooting yeah. foundations and <laughs> idols. <laughs> and I've been like, God, it's hard. God, it's hard. And he's, like, he's like, you literally asked ask me. For that. You just asked me, woman. And now you're like, oh, it's hard. <laughs> I'm picturing it's it's literally as if it's like you the were the lame man. Yes. <laughs> you're like, please heal me. And then he heals you and you're like, oh, now I have God, to walk. I have to walk. This is ridiculous. Like it hurts. <laughs> Oh, that's what we do, though. Yeah. That's what we do. That's we get literally healed. what I've been we doing. We get healed, and then we complain about it. Yeah. Oh, God is so patient. Like I said earlier, <laughs> thank the goodness that he just doesn't, like, wipe me wipe out. Yes. <laughs> Call up a bear to come eat you or Please something. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, my gosh. Why do we have death by bear? That's not the way I want to go. I am not that man it's, walking with... The it's, camera. It's on the table, okay? It's still on the table. All right. Lord. Anyways, I just had to point that out. Um, so the lame man. 15. 15, thank we you. Made I'm, it get, I'm getting fiery. I'm getting fiery here tonight. 15. But when they had commanded them to leave 
the council, they conferred with one another, saying, <laughs> I love this part. What shall we do with these men? <laughs> For that a notable sign has been performed through them is evident to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But in order that it may spread no further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in his name. So they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. I love, I love this because it just shows like, they're like, man, we can't deny that this just happened, right? Right. I mean, now we see this dude like walking around. We can't deny it. Standing here. You know what? Let's just tell them, don't do it again. Don't do that again. (laughs) As if that could stop stop the dude that just... Yeah. (laughs) We're all idiots. We are. I love it. I mean, but I hate it. (laughs) Like, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. You know, they literally just saw this man resurrected in the name of Jesus, right? So God is literally still alive. Jesus was real. He did raise from the dead. People are healing in his name. And they're like, ooh, you know what would work? A slap on the wrist. Yeah, let's totally threaten them. Although, I will say, another side of the coin is, and ironically, this is such a low moment. I don't know if y'all know who Joe Rogan is. Um, oh my gosh, the man from the man show? He, he was the host of Fear Factor. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. not a believer at all. And my husband listens to his podcast, which I don't recommend. Love you, Joe Rogan, but there's just some not-so-wholesome things on there. Let's just say that. But Wait, can I tell you how I remember Joe, who, wrote, who Joe yeah, Rogan is? Yeah. Because of his hairline, I always think of Rogaine. Oh my gosh. Isn't that terrible? He's bald. Now. I know. Yeah. Poor... He rocks it, though. Anyways, but Joe, he was talking on a podcast. Again, please don't go and listen to that as a believer. I really (laughs) don't. Anyways, but he did, he was talking and he was like, people will take whatever amount of control they can get. Oh, that's the truth. And, and lord it over people, you know, like, so whether that's mind control, like, not like, ooh, but just... We've all felt that. that. One more time. <laughs> We've all felt that, you know, someone who is maybe a more dominant personality, or we've all been in middle school and been bullied. You know, it's like people control you with their words. Oh, you know, it might not be like a, we abuse any kind of power that we get. Right. Every time. Right. That's what I'm Every saying. Every time. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what. And and how often do we let how, things like yeah. this? deter us yeah we're like oh speaking out we're like oh they said they said don't do it and even worse did you let's listen back to what we said earlier even worse we let not only like people don't even have to tell us not to do it but man they didn't like my pay my post i'm (laughs) so sad they don't like me oh lord okay i am feeling convicted i'm feeling very convicted this is the thing and we said this, like, in the last podcast with Jennifer, it's almost like I'm not even here. Right. <laughs> because when I go back to, and listen to this, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> okay, Lord, I hear you. And and what we have really been dealing with mm-hmm. lately is, um, especially in light of everything that's happening just in, in our nation alone, mm-hmm. when we are feeling convicted, mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is take active steps towards that conviction. Yeah. Because it's really easy to be like, oh, I feel, I feel bad about this, and but then, then you keep don't going. do anything. Right. Yeah. So we've, you know, that's something we're going to have to keep each other accountable on. Yeah. And like as our audience, yeah. we welcome your accountability. Yeah. We need it. You know, mm. we're, n- we're no different than you listening we were just not dumb enough, but we were just, <laughs> we were just like, let's record it all. That's a good idea. <laughs> anyway, moving on to verse, what verse are we on? We are in verse 19. 19. Yeah. <clears throat> but Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in the sight. Oh, so good. Sorry. <laughs> 
Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot speak of what we have seen and heard. And what they had further threat and when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people. For all were praising God for what had happened, for the man on whom this sign of healing was performed was more than forty years old. Mm. Mm. Man. I there's so much right there. There is. There's so it's moments like this where and I would need to go back and find the exact verse, but you know, Jesus talk about talks about being um as cunning as serpents but as innocent as doves. Mm-hmm. And it's like that only that impurity only comes from the power of the spirit. Because remind words, remembering that it's the Holy Spirit speaking through Peter here, right? Mm -hmm. And so, really, it's the Holy Spirit saying, um, "You guys are going to have to judge whether it's right to listen for us to listen to To you you or or to to what God says." Yeah. Yeah. So it's really the Holy Spirit speaking to these officials, saying, "Like it's up to you." Are you going to listen to God? Are you going to listen to the voice of the Lord? Because when the Holy... Here's the thing. When the Holy Spirit speaks, there is... I believe that there is something innate in every person that feels the conviction of the Spirit or the movement of the Spirit. Mm. You know? And it's our free will choice of are we going to listen to Him or not. Right. And we're all posed with that. You know, even believers, Ashley, you were saying this earlier. It's like even us believers who, yes, okay, we have the seal. We have the promise of eternity with God. We have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. But every day we're still alive on this earth. We are walking through the process of sanctification, of becoming more like Jesus. And we get that same question of, are you going to listen to God? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you going to listen to him? And it's not always, are you, it's not always like, are you going to listen to me? And like, it's not. Are we going to allow him to make us, to make our hearts more like him? Yeah. Is his voice greater than ours, basically? Yeah. Yeah. And that applies to whenever we do something wrong or or even, do you believe that you're loved? Yeah. Because so many times I'm like, I'm not worthy. I'm not I'm not lovable. Well, yeah. But God says you are now. So are you going to live like that? Are you going to believe mm-hmm. that? Are you going to stay sitting in your old life? And one for me is and I have to keep coming back to it and I have to be reminded and God is so good. He does this in so many ways, but the verse, you know, there is no condemnation therefore, mm-hmm. but, you know, for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's something that I have to I I really do have to come back to that mm-hmm. and make a choice to listen mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. That's so and good. to remember that. So it's not always just it's not always a correction, I guess, mm-hmm. in the way that we understand like it's not always it's, a discipline. Sometimes it's a reminder right. of who we are. Right. And there's a place for both. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. I do love, um, they found no way to punish them because the people were all giving glory to God over what has been done. Something that um, just stuck out to me there is Mm. everything we do, everything Mm -hmm. should be done through the lens of the gospel and for his glory. Mm -hmm. And if we are doing things with a heart that, like you said earlier, postured towards repentance Mm -hmm. and postured towards God, and we are truly seeking to glorify him and doing things through that lens. There cannot be, I'm not there cannot be, but. The sign of the movement of God is evidence. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. There will be no punishment. That God's not going to punish you for glorifying him. Right. Does that you make might, sense? Yeah, you, it's, it's glorifying God will never be punished by God, although glorifying God might be being disowned, punished, 
thwarted right. by the world. So we have to be careful with like what our understanding of punishment looks like. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, so often, like, um, American Christianity, like, <laughs> teaches, what is the the prosperity um, gospel? It's basically like, put good in, put good in. Yeah, yeah, get yeah, good yeah. Out. yeah, yeah. And that's not what the Bible says. I'm going to look for a verse in 1 John. Give me a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this, I'm just going to read this because I feel like this is important to read right now. So this is First John, First um, uh, John four, starting in verse seven. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Yes. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. Mm. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us, um, oh, excuse me, because he has given us of his spirit. And when We have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because As he is, so also are we in the world. This is where I'm getting to, in regards to punishment. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And so, I just, I love... Keep going, going. because we need to get through... Finish this chapter off because okay. that's good. Um, and then verse 19. We love because he first loves us. loved us. If anyone says, I love... Oh. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to... I'm just Start, gonna, chap- okay. start verse 19 again. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. Mm. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Amen. (laughs) Guys, I I wasn't, we weren't intending for this, but I just, after I feel like this Holy Spirit is leading us here that, if you don't know where to go in the Bible to know that God is not for racism, there you go. If you need to know the heart of God for every person, no matter the color of their skin, this is where you go. Well, and, and I read today, um, it was a post by Toby Mac, and it said racism is not compatible with Christianity. No. And it's Absolutely right there. Not. It's right there. And it and, and it doesn't even y'all, it doesn't even have to be racism. It could be ageism. It could be sexism. Because it's pride. It, could be, it yeah, that's what it boils down to. Yes. And it, it's it's a posture of self over others. And, yes. And no matter what that looks like. And so And it's baffling. And I'm saying this to myself because, you know, I'm I'm learning that as much as my heart is not to be racist and I, and I am not for racism, I still know that I've been affected by racism in this country. And so my heart needs to learn and unlearn things. Unlearn, yeah. 
but by becoming by more becoming, like God. Yes. And boom, right there. And God how? Is, yeah. Like, and here's the thing. <laughs> you need to say it now. No, I'll come back. Okay, to it. you go. Here's the thing. Like, how in the heck do we ever think that a color makes us better? Well, and I think a color. Okay. Well, what you're getting to is the definition of systematic. Like, right. I think a lot of times people say, "Well, I'm not racist. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't see color," which is the wrong thing to say, for a whole host of other reasons, which we can write a blog post about this. But um, it's because we have we have a wrong definition of racism. And we see it as just being something to do with color, and it has more to do with what has happened in history, at, at to where we've and been how conditioned. It still continues on. Yes, you. What I'm yeah. saying. Is, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying it's not continue now, but I'm saying is like the pride woven throughout throughout American history. Yes, yes, yes. From the white man, right? Which you know, we we as Americans. You know, or so we're like, America, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> you're giving me the face. No, I'm, I'm but, just listening. You know, it, it's pride. It's prideful. And it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's the only, and oh, ooh, this is so good because we started out this podcast talking about repentance. Well, today I shared the um, lyrics to one of my favorite DZ Talk songs. Um, and it says, ignorance has wronged some races, and vengeance is the Lord's. If we aspire to share the space, repentance is the cure. Yeah. The only thing that, re- that is going to cure anything is repentance and, be- mm-hmm. and allowing ourselves to become more like Jesus. Right. But uh, this even goes back to, it says, perfect love drives out fear because fear involves punishment. Mm. But you just said earlier when we were talking about Acts chapter 4, They got annoyed because of discomfort. Right. Yeah. And that's a huge thing as a white person where, like you were saying, a lot of people are like, I'm not racist, but. That, that, it's because our guard goes up. Yes. We are not. We are afraid. We instantly go up. We let that wall come up. Yeah. Instead of listening. Yes. And allowing ourselves to listen, take it in, look at it through the lens of the gospel, Mm-hmm. And not through the lens of what different people post on social media, but test your stuff back through the word of the God. Look at look at stuff through that lens and then say, don't say, what does so-and-so say about this issue? What does so-and-so say about this? What does God say about it? Yeah, and that's he's what's not for it. <laughs> that's the most, he literally says, if anyone says, I love God and yet hates his brother or sister, he is a liar. Yeah. You cannot love God and continue to be okay with racism because God is love. Yes. And so you can't right, 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 right. And, mm. and, and thinking about, I love the, if you can't even be bothered, if you can't love somebody you see, mm-hmm. how are you going to love somebody you, who you can't? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. So God is so good. He is. His love is healing and pure. <laughs> it's it's what we need. And y'all, and, and, and we're saying this, and again, right, we recognize we're two white women. Right. Because of the color of our skin, we have experienced white privilege. And we have so much to continue, like we said, to learn and to unlearn. But our heart is Jesus. Our heart is to see the kingdom of Jesus come to earth. And our heart is to see things of his heart become more manifest in this earth. And so we still have so much to learn. We do need to listen to people of color because they're the only one who can share their perspective and story. Right. They're the only ones who can do that. And I want to challenge you, and I'm saying this to me and to Abby in this you know in the same breath but when you hear those stories try not to instantly justify it away or try to come back at it or try to like put up your guard yeah leave your let your wall just kind of chill out 
and listen and process it with God. Yeah. And that's the thing mm-hmm. that I think is so important yes. is process it with the Lord. Know that God can inform your heart. God can shed light on those places. And I'm speaking this to myself. God can shed light on those places where your guard comes up as a white person mm-hmm. and you say, no, but no, but no, but rather than saying no, but say, thank you for sharing this with me mm-hmm. and take it to the Lord in prayer Yep. Because his heart is to make you more in the image of his son, Jesus. And he will be faithful to do it if we will be faithful to surrender to him to do that work in us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. We were not intending for that, but that's I where... I'm pretty sure we even said before, we were just kind of chatting about this yeah. and... We were but just, God was like, boom, Yeah, here you go. <laughs> we were like, okay, well, we're just going to see what happens because it's been on our heart. Yeah, we've been having conversations, and we're really, like, trying to learn and listen. Yes. And we were, we were unsure of how to talk about it as white women, honestly. Right. But, and if... But I love it that God gave this to us in a way to, rather than talking about this as white women, white women we're getting to talk about this as believers. And through his it's God word. talking about it. Ooh, ooh, I like, that's even better. It's him saying, This is my This is heart. what I say. I don't yeah. Regardless ooh, of what you what ooh, you say, Abby. And, or, hey, guess what? Everybody was made in my image. Right. So this is I'm the authority on this. Yes. I created all of you. Yes. <laughs> so boom, here you go. Oh. Yes. Which that's then so goes good. back, which then goes back to the question that the Holy Spirit posed through Peter, whether is whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. And that goes back to it. That's it. God's heart is not for racism. No. It is not it, there is no way that his heart that his heart is for that. And so it's up to us we get the free will choice to decide. To decide, are you going to listen to God or not? Because, like you said, it's His word on the matter. Mm. He gets the final say. His word is the final authority. <sighs> so, I feel like God just went. Mic <gasps> <boom>. drop. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't, don't even know really, how to end that. I don't really know how to <laughs> go on from there. Um, it's going to be a journey, friends. Yep. It's going to be a journey of listening to the Holy Spirit. If you're a white person listening to this, listening, it's going to be a journey, a forever long journey to listen to God, to learn and unlearn basically the patterns of racism that have been woven into this country since day one. And it's also going to be a continued journey of listening to our brothers and sisters of color. Mm -hmm. And just remembering like if you're, if your first instinct is to say, well, I'm not racist. So there's more, I really want to, yeah, there is more. Yeah. There's more examining to do there for sure. Yeah. Well, Let's just pray. I think that's a good. Let's pray it out. And I don't honestly have a key verse right now. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. Um, um, okay, yeah, we'll come back to it. We'll, we'll, I would want, I would think like either the one. Honestly, where, where is the verse where it said they saw that they had been with God? Ooh. Because I just want us to be with God this week. Just be with him and his oh, word. Oh, oh, um, verse. Goodness gracious. I think it's 19. I'm looking. No, not 19. Um, goodness. Why? Uh, I can't find it. We'll post it. I can't find oh, it. No, I found it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when they observed the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and recognized oh. that they had been with Jesus. Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes. So verse 13? Yes, verse 13. I just, but the part that I want to focus in on, and they recognize that they had been with Jesus. Let's just leave it at that. They were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. 
And then I want to I want to go one step further and challenge you to say when you encounter people is it evident that you've been with Jesus? Mm. Are you responding from having been with him? Yeah. That's so good. Whew. Come on! Someone in the back! Someone in the back! Okay. Um, all right. Do you want to pray? I will. Me to pray? I will. Okay. Uh, Father, I know. Father, we just come to you right now. Um, we're just so in awe of you and, and your grace. Mm. And your patience with us, Lord. Yeah. Oh, God, I just come to you asking right now for forgiveness. Yes. And um, just, Father, continue to make me more like you. Um, yeah. Wipe out any and every trace of me and my pridefulness, God. And, and my prayer is just that um, I can continue to learn what love means Yeah. in, in your heart. Your heart for love and your heart for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and Father, I just pray that no matter what we do, um, that we're giving glory to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Father, just make us not be, especially right now, Father, just let Abby and I not be another, what is it, banging cymbal or gong. Um, yeah. Let us, let our words have action. Let our love have action. And... Um, Especially in this in this time period, mm-hmm. God, and in, in, in the landscape of our culture right now, and I just want to pray that you give us boldness, yeah, and um, let us speak for what's right, yeah, and know that when we do things like that, there is no condemnation. When we speak for you, um, we know that we'll be doing the right thing, mm-hmm. because we are unable, God, to stop speaking about what we've seen and what we've heard through you. Mm. We love you, and we pray all these things. In the name of Jesus, the only name that has the power to save. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, As we kind of end this podcast, we just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for diving into God's word with us. We pray that it brought truth into your heart. And like Ashley and I, we pray that it brought good conviction to move forward um, with a posture of repentance and with a posture of seeking to follow Jesus and the way that he would love for his kingdom to be furthered on earth which means equality for our brothers and sisters of color. Um, Ashley and I have really been loving lots of resources, but we wanted to share one that we are currently walking through. Um, We have been going through Be the Bridge by Latasha Morrison, and there are several ways to get this resource. Um, right now the book is sold out of heart, like in the hard copy form. But if you go to Amazon, um, the book can be found in the ebook form to grab and to get. There is also a, um, five day reading plan, um, based on the content of be the bridge, um, on the U version Bible app. And this is completely free. So if you're kind of curious as to what be the bridge is about, um, We would encourage you to maybe start with the five-day reading plan and then move into reading the book. Um, And then also visiting their Instagram page. Um, There's so many good resources on how, especially we as white people, if you identify as a white person, how we can learn to be better, right? To move forward in a way that is healing, that is restorative, how we can move forward as allies, true allies um, with our brothers and sisters of color. And so we want to do that, right? We want to move forward and to continue to learn as well as unlearn things that we might have been subconsciously or taking in in our life that has planted roots of racism and we want God to come in and to snip those roots and to move forward towards a world that racism is no longer part of the equation. 
So there's lots of work to be done. Like we say, it's going to be a lifelong work um, and that's okay. And so we just wanted to offer that resource for you guys. Um, it's something that we are learning so much from in this season. Again, thank you for listening. We love you all. We are excited to see you next time.